Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm my geek, the stand for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Morfolk Broadcast Incident. So, Morfolk Broadcast Incident is by Icy Dice. It's part of their Morfolk series of stories. Um, starting with uh, something awful is happening in Morfolk and then followed by something horrible is happening in Morfolk. Um, you can check them all out at creepasta.wiki. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's do our initial recommendations. Is this the last in the series right now? This is currently the most recent. I think it actually came out like several weeks ago. <laughs> alongside reading a current story for once. I know, it's weird. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let me just. I can actually quickly check this. Uh, yeah, this literally came out of uh, the 11th of July, 2023. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Um, I think actually the the previous one, uh, something horrible came out like, if not the same day, like a few days prior. So, but um, yeah. Um, I guess we'll do our initial recommendations. Um, I'm going to recommend this one. I am also going to recommend this one. Okay. I'm going to partially recommend this one. All right. I'm curious. <laughs> Let's see if you change me. <laughs> to well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Or if I ruin yours. <laughs> yes. We shall see. Um, well, let's start with the rundown. Starring The Rock. Um, so, Sheriff Mackey, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, Sheriff. It's ruining the story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it starts with Sheriff Mackey and Detective Clark Casper, um, who are finally addressing the situation to the public regarding the now confirmed active serial killings in Morfolk um, via a broadcast and an address to the public. Um, however, as they are assuring the populace of their investigations details and denying the disappearance of Dennis Bowers being connected to the previous murder case, the broadcast gets hijacked by anonymous uh, by anonymous concerned citizen Jay. Um, he decides to present some obtained audio leaked from Clark and an old drunk friend of his, Pretty, who was interviewed in the police department following recovery from a street in town. Um, after some conversation and attempted persuasion from the detective for Pretty to get some help for his alcoholism and PTSD as a former soldier, Clark then inquires about something that Pretty was murmuring about when the cops found him. Apparently, Pretty, while looking for a place to pee in the woods, found a woman crying inside a hatched hole in the forest floor. When he investigated the hole, he found a horrid ghoulish woman with a stitched up abdomen, four dead babies at her teats in a macabre mimicry of motherhood and an older dead boy coming out of her nether regions in a similar disturbing mockery of pregnancy. Um, four dead babies like the four dead pregnant women 
and they're uh, and they're missing unborns and the boy matching the description of poor Dennis Bowers. The detective manages to convince Pretty that what he saw was probably just a hallucination or nightmares um, brought on by his bender. And given that there have been emails circulating across town and accusations uh, about what is actually going, what's what's going on, um, it's likely that the experience Pretty had was fabricated from those thoughts mixed in with his PTSD. Uh, Pretty seems pretty all right with that assumption, perhaps just for the sake of his remaining sanity. Um, just then, Jay interrupts the audio to inform the listeners that the cops are shutting down his broadcast hack. And before he's sh getting shut down, he warns the cops to come clean with everything or else he will. And then he signs off. Finn. So I suppose we'll move on to everyone tolerates the grand inquisitions at this point mikey do you have anything um well yes no no because technically it's all dialogue yeah but yeah because i went ahead and did a conjunction junction <laughs> you <laughs> bastard get to work on it <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, that's disgusting. Get to work on it. <laughs> and next stop, Conjunction Junction. Doot, doot. But you're not here to give me pity. It's entirely possible he simply ran off and got lost. And here I was thinking you'd be too busy sitting behind a desk, scribbling on paper like the vegetable you are, to talk as much shit as you do. It becomes everyone else's problem when every other week you're somewhere shouting outside in the middle of the night or stumbling around people's houses and speaking nonsense. And now, with this, with you passing out in the street, so what? You're just gonna drink yourself to death? But... I'm not gonna let you rot away like this. But there's a difference between change and self-destruction. So will the guys and gals at the station. So with that out of the way, how's your hangover feeling? It was just some dumbass nightmare or hallucination I had. So... What did you do? And what was that? And how did she appear? So then what? But the longer I looked at her, and the longer I heard her cry, the more my eyes began to water. But it, it, it was, so you mean, it was some kind of damn fever dream. And I'd like to forget about it while I still have the chance. It's wild to think what the mind is capable of showing us. So what? So, it's my job. Or I will come forward for you. Finn. 
Wow, that that sounded like it was like being directed to like to the reader. <laughs> for, 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 but then he just started going like getting like nonsense. He's <laughs> like, "Where am I? Who are you? This isn't my beautiful house. This isn't my beautiful wife. <laughs> what? What is this?" It was like asking him like fifteen questions without giving him a chance to answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the beginning, it was like, it's never too late to change. Get help. <laughs> Audience, it's never too late to get away from reading creepypastas. No. <laughs> it's like a PSA. Yeah. <laughs> creepypastas, the silent killer. <laughs> you, read one ba- you read one Ben Drowned, and then it's nine years later, and you're reading... <laughs> Reddit no sleep stories. Uh, yeah, also I love how that told I love how that like that conjecture told us told us nothing about the story. Like usually there's like some like out of context thing that has like some connection. Literally all of the conjunction junction like sentences you put there you found had nothing in the <laughs> Pretty much. Which is good. That means all the actual plot is not starting with words that they probably shouldn't, like it's ends or buts, because there's always mm-hmm. better words. Indeed. And that's the reason Mikey grabs all these sentences, because it sometimes flows together in a, into a funny slash weird story when you just read them on the road. Yep. <laughs> So thank you, Mikey. That was that was actually really funny. That was a joke. <laughs> um, all right, gamer, what do you have? Um, also yes and no. Um, because some of mine are sort of grammar-ish, but it's not like specifically this is spelt wrong, or I can rewrite this sentence specifically. It's more like there's stuff missing. Okay. Like, um. Like, for example, as soon as this started off, I didn't have a clear understanding of what media I am consuming. Yes, I actually. Yeah, OK. Um, yeah, there's no visual descriptions like how a regular form story would describe something like on TV being played, for example. Yeah, but this is also simply Jay putting the info out there on the Internet with no setup to it. So like. I can't really judge it because if that's what he's doing, fine. But I just, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know yet. I, like reading a couple of paragraphs in, I didn't know yet if this is meant to be radio or a television pro- broadcast, for example. And maybe yeah. maybe it's on both, considering the severity of it. Mm-hmm. Later on, though, it does say, for those of you listening at home, which implies radio. So, yeah. Because otherwise he'd say it uh, for you, those watching at home, right? Yep. Yeah. I... Also, I I I got the while I was reading the story, um, I also got the impression that this was like a radio transcript of like the incident. But I so I kind of wish that the the beginning of the story had been like had said something like along those lines, like this, um, like transcript of the broadcast incident. Um, and then like at the end of the story, uh, at the very end of the story, it says broadcast stopped, like in brackets or something. Um, or even just, just the title, more folk radio broadcast incident. Well, that's I mean, the more folk broadcast incident. Like a broadcast is usually a radio, not a an email, or like a written document. 
Well, I'm not saying that it's an email. I'm saying I I didn't understand right away mm-hmm. until like um whether it was meant to be TV or radio. That is yeah. the clarification oh, I, I, I personally yeah. needed. Yeah. Because I get that it's a quote because the whole thing's in quotes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is no setup and stuff like that. Meanwhile, there is every opportunity to put setup because Jay is posting this on the internet after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, the rest of it is more note-ish. Some of it's probably grammar-ish, but yeah, I'll get into it when I get to notes. Okay. Uh, then I suppose we'll move on to actual thoughts. Uh, I'll start with this one here. I wonder if they knew what I was in possession of before they announced such a dirty little fib. How about we listen to a little song and dance, shall we? That's what I like to call it anyway. Ah, supervillain monologue J is back, I see. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um and then and then we get go on f- further with this whole thing uh with the uh i believe this is the actual like um this is pr- the interview between clark and pretty what's the probability that the sound of you slapping me sends you into a series of war flashbacks so brutal that i have to jam an anti-ptsd epipen into your thigh pretty good to see you again clark clark casper i wish i could say the same but you were really fucked up last night. I'm getting worried about you. I mean, more than I already was. Pretty. You know, it's fine. I just had a little too much to drink. Shit happens. Clark Casper. Yeah, shit happens. Blaking on a date because you forgot is shit happening. Tripping over someone's foot at the movie theater when trying to get a refill of your popcorn is shit happening. Ending up drunk on the side of the road isn't. That's different. That's more than, you know. And so, like, you know, this dialogue, as it as it goes, really doesn't paint the detective all that poorly. Like, even if this is a bit out of line as the as they uh, as Clark and Pretty are old friends and the detective slash local cops are going easier than they would on this uh, on this public disturbance that that Pretty has kind of been um doing it really does seem like he's trying to reach out to this old friend who's like lost his way and yeah 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 and it made me wonder like because i hadn't gotten to that part in the story like what the hell is jay's angle here (laughs) like this is this is this is leaked info (laughs) like this is conversation but then later in the conversation we get this um pretty yeah those i mean it's head those were the one those are the only parts of it that didn't look just mangled clark casper so you mean it looked recognizable to a degree pretty yeah it i mean i think i saw a scalp clark casper as in pretty yeah a human scalp with blonde hair clark casper this is a lot pretty you're telling me and there it is, the truth that Jay wanted us to hear in this conversation. I was wondering just like what Jay was getting at um, at uh, for for a while and during this conversation and this interview or the, this, uh, I guess it's more of an interview than an interrogation J- until we get the presumably uh, the, the evidence uh, from Pretty like in his story that Dennis Bauer's corpse is poking out of the woman's nether regions. Um, and it was confirmed that the police in the police statement 
that they may have been giving like false hope to like his safe recovery though to Jay's credit, he did also wonder um, like right before presenting this information to us um, if the cops had known about these details before putting out that statement, though that might just be Jay being coy or sarcastic in his, in his dialogue. Yeah. So yeah, it was it, it like, it, like for most of it, it was like, I don't like, this seems like, like what, what, are, what are you trying to get? At? Oh, there we go. There's the, there's the monster. And then there's the, there's the, the boy with blonde hair, like, like Dennis Bauer. Okay. It's also not like a solid confirmation. It's not a solid, but it's, it's, even though they claim it is. Yeah. It's, this is what, like reading between the lines, like this is like the subtle hints (laughs) of like, it's blonde haired, a blonde haired, uh, larger child. Um, that, and it's like, okay. And then we know that Dennis Bowers was a blonde headed, like four year or five year old. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, this is, this is not giving it shit for that. Yeah. I'm giving a shit for how long it took to get there, though. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. like you, I'm like, why Where's is this going? Jay wasting time on this hacked broadcast showing how good of a guy? <laughs> I know, like, story-wise, <laughs> like, like, I'm on the fence with it, because, like, story-wise, I'm for it, because I loved, I, I was actually, like, really getting into, like, I really liked this, like, comp- this back and forth of Pretty and and and, Car- and, uh, and uh, Clark had. The problem is... <laughs> Jay probably should have like clipped and cut that out until it just got to the good part. <laughs> yeah, because like I hate that I fucking did this again. It took 1,573 words <laughs> of an out of place conversation argument between people that I didn't really know who they were until the end of it pro- properly. Yeah. Like, now, it, and yeah. yes, it like we got some progression on the new creature, but it took forever to get there. Now, it, it could be said, it could be said that like, we needed that or like like or jay didn't want to like cut the uh, the audio because he wanted to give you full full like context to the to the interview like being a, like if he's trying to tell the truth he doesn't want to make it like seem like he's like being biased by cutting like just like taking one bit of a conversation like which he's can be uh, yeah forcibly hacking a broadcast yeah. that he knows he's going to have limited time in that is true so why had it <laughs> With so much stuff up front, and then finally all unnecessary information. What if they kicked yeah. him out before it actually got to the actual information? <laughs> you just want to put some <laughs> random conversation up on the radio waves. It would have, yeah, it would have completely ruined his like his entire <laughs> argument. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's not that. Like I, I, I it's, it's I'm on. I, like I said, like I'm on the fence here. Like I liked what I read, but it. It definitely could have been like Jay as a as a consp- as a truth seeker or a truth revealer. Definitely could have like curated his audio uh, sample a lot better. <laughs> yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a, what I said in the last episode. In the last episode of this, is like I like what was there, but in the format that it's there, it doesn't make sense. You know, like yeah, I like that this is giving us backstory to the characters, but in the Morfolk mindset of being a uh, a resident of Morfolk hearing this on the the radio. It's like, why the hell do I have to hear this? What's he yeah. doing this for? Uh, another thing I could think of is like, maybe Jay saw like this is me just kind of like su- surmising some ideas, like put, putting some ideas like to kind of explain why it's so long. Maybe it's also to like give the the audience like some more information about the 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 um 
uh, the relationship that the, the police station seems to have with the local drunkard who's like move, who's like trespassing on people's properties, like causing public disturbances and stuff like that. Like maybe to show that like the police are going easy on this guy, but it also like it, it's also like really fucking wholesome on on the other yeah. end because like Clark is like genuine explains that they're all war buddies. Yeah, and shows how much like Casper's like breaking his back trying to help him. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's like only doing good. It's only helping. <laughs> it's only helping like the uh, Clark the, Casper. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm kind of like still on the fence about it. Like I still like enjoyed what I read. So like I don't want to like give it too much harshness. But like it could be curated to be more realistic for like what Jay's ultimate goal here is. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm with you on that angle as well. Mm. Um, but um, I'll, I'll move on to the next thing if nobody else has something to bring up about this nope okay cool um so i'm gonna start with this thing or gonna continue with this <clears throat> uh pretty yeah whatever look before i went out before i went on the onto the street and blacked out i was walking through the woods real good pissing trees in those woods you know clark casper what <laughs> uh pretty pissing trees trees to piss on alcohol makes a piss <laughs> clark casper i Okay, just continue. Weirdly enough, based on relatives I have, this is strangely relatable. Really? <laughs> I I have some some relatives like at family gathering, like like at bonfire things and like summer like family outings and stuff of like that that kind of do this bullshit. <laughs> like the way that um that Casper responded to it sounded very much how you would do it. Like, I. <laughs> Okay, sorry? continue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's very like gra- I loved. Like, it was also very relatable in terms of like the reaction that Clark has. Yes, <laughs> it's like I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then my next thing here, uh, Clark Casper. Well, did you find the uh, the woman? Pretty. Yeah, of course I did. Though she was in a weird place. I found this. What's it called again? A hatch. Yeah, a hatch in the ground. I could hear the lady crying from underneath it. And so at the reading of this part, I was like, Ooh, interesting. We get an idea for the layer. We get an idea of the layer of this, of this creature. Um, And I am, I'm curious actually what you guys, how you visualized the hatch. Like, was it like a makeshift wood thing or was it like a more of like a military metal military hatch kind of thing? I saw it kind of like there was a burned down building Mm -hmm. and there was just like a, a hatch to a basement. Okay, so like, yeah, like a like a storm, almost like a one of those uh, things on the side of a house, like to like go down into the basement or the cellar, or you or like a trap door kind of thing that you'd see in like the bo- uh, uh, in the floor of a of a house. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. hearing you reread that, mm-hmm. um, pretty was like struggling to understand like what it was. Yeah, and then, hang on, that says so yeah, it wasn't Casper that clued that said a hatch first right because that's no it by pretty it was all pretty yeah yeah okay yeah i was like what's it called again a hatch yeah, yeah it a sounded hat. like yeah yeah it sounds the like he worded yeah. the way that he worded it and the way that you read it sounded like clark told him it was a hatch which would yeah. be cool because that would be proof that hat that um casper knew. oh fuck yeah see that's yeah like that's the other thing it's like this it, doesn't prove I, anything though i i have something yeah i have something at the end of the story where like uh, that that uh, Jay starts talking about, it and I'm like, is it? <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for me, I actually honestly thought it was like a metal, like, like, like a metal military kind of hatch, or like just like a metal hatch in the middle of the woods. Um, yeah. 
that was that was like my theater of the mind um going for it but i, I was well, i was curious what you guys were were, were thinking so little so. all we have is hatch it could be anything you know? yeah exactly yeah well uh, my mind went to uh lost yeah because in that tv show they have a hatch in the middle of the woods yeah oh god turns out the the lady's just a smoke monster that's how it's getting into houses mm-hmm. <laughs> so it makes sense now it really does. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll move on to the next thing here. Um, pretty, she had she had this pale skin, like she'd never been, like she'd never seen the sun before. She was nearly bald, had this massive cut in on her stomach, looked like it was recently sewn shut too. And then later we get pretty. I was so focused on her at first that I didn't notice them, but eventually I did. There were, uh, there were these things, four little bloody fleshy things. I couldn't really tell what they were, just that they were dead. So it looks like my idea from like the first story of uh, the Morphok stuff, like uh, something awful, um, with the, the idea of like the mother of Mylings, is back in the running for me for like in my head canon of what this creature is <laughs> like for me, like reading like this description, I, I now understand why the story does have a, uh, a, um, a mature rating <laughs> or a, uh, a, 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 a warning at the top <laughs> when you go to read it. Um, because it is such a cool fucked up horror imagery <laughs> or horror image that is like presented here. Mm. Like we, she, she has these, baby corpses in a mockery of suckling and motherhood like and and then like the one that's coming like the 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 larger one that's coming out of her like nether region is just like fuck <laughs> it's like so gross but like so creepy and cool like for a monster yeah it's pretty fucked up yeah it's it's definitely like leaning into like a bit of like this uh, a bit more of a subtle like visceral horror like because um like she's just standing there like having him like see this is she um, standing there? I assumed that she was standing there, like kind of like just weak crying and like doing this like mockery of like motherhood. I imagine kind of. she was like sitting on the ground against a wall. Um okay, see I, I saw her I, I personally I saw her like just standing there. So she might be she, but you're right, she might have been sitting there because like we don't get that many details about like her stature. If she's out there just mm-hmm. living in there, don't she just stand there all day? <laughs> Maybe get tired. Yeah. Plus, if she's in the process of childbirth, I don't think she'd be doing that standing up. <laughs> she's just like crab walking or crab standing. Okay, maybe like, oh. silly. <laughs> I, I make sense. Sorry. Actually, yeah, no, no. I think about that. Yeah, like her sitting down and like her and her legs spread spread eagle and oh god, that's yeah. even fucked. That's really fucked up. But like again, like that's that's part of the the really graphic, creepy, cool imagery here. Is just like again, it's not for like the it's not for the fate of heart. Like this, even like it, it's done tastefully here for the most part. Yeah, but like it is definitely like I I think this actually did uh, probably warrant the um the the warning at the top, <laughs> the the not safe for work <laughs> content. It's done as tastefully um, as it can to give out the subject material that's here. Yeah, especially when told by a drunkard as well. Yeah, he didn't go into explicit detail more than he had to rather. Yeah. Um. Also, it started through this. Uh, it's it stated through this that uh the reason he didn't just nope out like there and then 
Um, and how he was able to actually get the details he did was because he was still kind of a bit a bit out of it and disoriented as a, probably as a result of his like and some previous inebriation. Um, and he had to get closer because he was using a lighter flame to to see. So I actually think this is a good way to set this up because sometimes when you um, uh, when you are uh, intoxicated, some things don't trigger your fear response the way they should. Like you, you, uh, you kind of get this like confusion so, uh, and cur- this cu- this curious confusion, uh, or even like a detachment to an experience that you're having. Um, until it gets real, and then you get the exact opposite situation. <laughs> mm. Um, and the uh, the the fact that he had to like fo- uh, the 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 details we do get of this person like and the reason he had to get closer with the flame light um focusing on this woman and uh, uh and and like focusing on on her to like shut up because like she was making this noise that he didn't like it's very much in line with somebody being like drunk is like shut the fuck up lady like trying to take a piss at a tree like let me get closer to tell you how my feel oh god <laughs> like it's that kind of uh like scenario that like it kind of to me it's it feels grounded enough that it could be that i could that I could um suspend my my disbelief on the circumstances yeah. um then the next thing we have here uh it was just really just a, we do get like a, a cool uh confirmation of the creature changing its pattern because like there's the four babies uh, like four babies down four pregnant women down yet there is a fifth death continues why it's isn't it obvious when a predator has run out of prey it must find new prey to satiate its appetite who knows just how far it will go to adapt and that's jay saying that at the beginning near the end of the story and it basically confirms what we were talking about last week um with uh previous story where we were talking about how this creature is like uh it, it, it was changing its pattern uh with the uh with the introduction of dennis bauer's disappearance um, so it sounds like she basically took Dennis Bauer and mm-hmm. put him, possibly while still alive, inside her like maybe that's open stomach, and then like sewed it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he died in there. I mean, he could he he had it's, to have been dead because he would have been making yeah, noise on the way. Yeah, out. exactly. Yeah, like it, it was. It sounded like he was. Uh, he was also uh, unalived. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Yeah, I I I feel, I feel I feel like yeah, you know, he's there he's not he he's dead, Jim. <laughs> mm. But uh it's it's cool like to finally like, to have like an in-story and in-character like confirmations like yeah, no, like our our suge- our our idea our our suppositions from last from the last story actually came to light in this story. Suppositions? Yeah. Like suppositions. It's like never heard that word before. Yeah, it's actually yeah. You look it up. <laughs> Effort. I will do. You know what it means? Just tell me. <laughs> I'm I'm going to hang on. Well, you don't know what it means. <laughs> I I, word, I needed. You don't understand it. I needed a. I I know what it means, but I needed. <laughs> I I don't know exactly how to put that into words. So that's why I'm looking it up. Supposition, a noun, an uncertain belief. They were working on the supposition that his death was murder. Suppositions. So, (laughs) yeah. So it's like an assumption. Yeah, basically, it's it's like a like 
they suppose it's it's uh this thing is related uh, to something yeah hence why it's called suppositions <laughs> neat yeah i learned about um it. yay <laughs> partially thanks to the story <laughs> that word was not in here but... thanks thanks to the show <laughs> yeah it's it's fine um but yeah like it's um i'll, I'll move on to the next thing i have <laughs> okay um so this is the uh near the end of the story with jay um more folk police you know the truth i know you know i know you know you know you i know (laughs) 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 that's not not actually how it goes but it's pretty close like i know you know why this thing is here i know you know the cause i know you know you are protecting the man responsible for bringing this plague upon us you know you thought i wouldn't find out but i did oh how easy it is to get the information i want Still, I am merciful. Come forward, come clean, or I will come forward for you. And it's like, so I read this part, and it's like, do they know what this thing is and and where it came from? There's no proof it, that they do at all. Yeah, it like it didn't seem like Clark did, though. Admittedly, in in his like, he could have just been bluffing to his buddy uh, in the interview, like to keep pretty sanity intact. Mm-hmm. Um. And then yeah, also the other thing about this, because this is near the, this is like basically the very end before he says like signing off Jay. And I was like, uh, another cliffhanger though. At least Jay's reason here is more reasonable than the last time. <laughs> like in that it seems like this broadcast was getting shut down by authorities and he wants the police to come clean with the information themselves to get more direct credibility for the situation. Um, I and and like I said earlier with uh, with your grammar acquisition uh, uh, gamer, I I do kind of wish because the way the story kind of played out, I do wish that there was some kind of like thing at the beginning and the end that noted that it was like a transcript of a bro- of a radio broadcast. Um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think that would have definitely helped this story a little bit more, like in terms of like giving us a clear, um, not a visual, but like a clear understanding of exactly what we're we're reading. What, what the context is behind what we're reading it is a visual like even if it's meant to just be audio because like the whole time reading up until it switched perspectives the first time i was yeah. racking my brain trying to understand what it was I'm like okay they're having some sort of like um announcement for the town so like maybe they're all outside city hall like the ca- the tv cameras are on him as he's talking yeah. he's like addressing a crowd and then he like waves over Clark to take over and Clark comes into frame. And that's what I was trying to envision with yeah. all this. And then eventually when it's radio, it's like, Oh yeah. It was especially since like, okay, so they're yeah. in a radio station then sitting yeah. at a table and there's a radio jockey who isn't saying anything, but he's there. <laughs> well, or, or it's like, they could just be, yeah. Like we just have that part removed from the, or like that could have been added at the beginning. It's like, Hey, so this is a uh, W eight five more or, or a uh, M M uh, M O four M O four E or M O four three more folk <laughs> something like that I don't know um, and um, because at the uh, like like you're saying like uh, in, when it transitions between like uh, Clark talking and then Jay's broadcast it's like um, uh, north of More Folks Park where he was last seen before going dot 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 
oh, they speak, they're speaking about little Dennis Bowers. <laughs> like it just, it, so, like, you know, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. And welcome to Jay's intervention. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> no. <laughs> and welcome to Morphoke Rigamortis. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I like the, I think it was like, it's like, um, because with the distortion of like the of the words, you get that kind of you get that visual of like oh this is like a radio kind of broadcast because of the way the 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 word is like getting distorted or changed. Because it's like you you can almost visualize or like hear the the like as it like warbles out of uh, out of uh, frequency uh, as it gets uh, as the frequency gets usurped by by a hacking or by uh, by a hijacked frequency. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I that's how I saw it. But I've also recently been watching uh, some videos on like um, on real life radio hacks. I swear this is like the year of connective tissues. This is like uh, literally. I didn't even like have joking. You're no, I'm not even. I'm. Like, I'm, I'm legit. I am legitimately not even like saying like I didn't have this in my notes. I just realized like I've been watching like a bunch of stuff, um, specifically from like the Y files on YouTube. And I watched recently, like like last day or so, I watched an episode about the um, uh, the Mitch Hedberg um, uh, broadcast hijacking. Uh, in- Speaking of hijack broadcasts, yeah, future me here. Uh, this was the Max Headroom broadcast hack, not Mitch Hedberg. Just just gotta clarify that. Uh, back in the eighties, where um, some some. Uh, some radio, some like pirate radio hacker hijacked Chicago sports news. Um, but it was a TV broadcast. It wasn't, it wasn't radio. Sorry. It was a, it was a TV broadcast. They hijacked um, to like, just do like a weird, like creepy, like video. You guys should check it out. There is actually like foot, like footage of it and stuff like that. Um, and there's tons of like, like YouTube videos uh, explaining the max headroom broadcast hijacking. Um and it warbled. Yeah, it like yeah, like the the original like video warbled and like cha- and like distorted as the uh, as the the frequency was getting hijacked by bit by a stronger frequency. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of figured it would just be like a light switch, just like off. off. No, 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 because because what the what it does is like they're not like they're not turning off one one frequency and putting on a new one. They are like literally boosting their signal so that their signal basically overpowers the previous signal. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it's basically the, if you have more more actual like juice in your dev- in in your broadcasting device, and you're using the same frequency, you can hijack another frequency another frequency's channel uh, with yours. So yeah, but uh, yeah, um, legitimately, like I I've been watching some videos about that kind of incident, and now we're read- of course reading a story that's kind of similar subject. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, this has been the end of my <laughs> connective tissues time. Mm-hmm. My spun, yeah. my my hacked, my hijacked radio frequency of the spontaneous yeah. uh, con- connective tissues time. Yeah, because it just kind of showed up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> signing up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's the end of my 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 actual thoughts, honestly, for the story. Um, so, Mikey, mm-hmm. these stands for evil. All right, so. In this story, we get more of the monster. Yep. And, but the monster doesn't do anything. It's uh, just really fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah. Now, other than it cries. Um, yep. 
So I'm thinking that the monster's cries are its death throw because the monster bit off more than it can chew by uh, eating the uh, kid that wasn't a uh, fetus. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So, so, so the monster may have inadvertently killed itself because it's got a blockage <laughs> so they can't get rid of him. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. <laughs> I don't think that's the case, but... <laughs> I imagine what it was is literally just the monster is going through childbirth. Yeah. It's not a pretty picture. No, <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, yeah. I kind of saw it. But so you, you can't do childbirth with what a five-year-old or however old. Yeah, that yes, but I mean, we're we're also <laughs> dealing. This monster can do that normally. Yeah, shouldn't be done. exactly. Yeah, this is not a mundane monster. Like, um, it's also interesting. Like, so you you think that it's dying, gamer? You think that it's it's um it's just like giving birth, and so that's why it's like pain. So I think that this is basically like it's. I think this actually kind of gives it a, a sad, tragic moment because this monster is like a revenant, like some kind of undead creature that's kind of just trying to fulfill something that it, it lost in life and is now and, and it's trying to get back, i.e. it's trying to have children. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in this uh, by doing this, like by doing this, like mockery of it, it's like basically it's trying to like recapture, rekindle that 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 moment or that that uh that thing that's been missing like in its undeath and it's it's like crying because it's sad because it's not it's not what it wanted yeah because it's killing it's trying to actually birth a child that's alive and it keeps killing them yeah exactly yeah that's the Mm -hmm. other way i kind of saw it as well yeah yeah for sure (laughs) (laughs) it's only thought of the the potential crying in regards to childbirth when it was brought up. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, and that's into my actual thoughts. Cause I mean, like we're just getting more of the same with the, him throwing a bunch of details at us and then not getting any new relevant information until like close to the end of the story. But uh, the the last story didn't give us anything really. It said, "Wait for this story." Yeah. See, for me, this story was leaps and bounds better than the than the previous story because yes. we now have a layer. Like we have, mm. we know, we also now know the fate of poor Dennis Bowers. Like this is progress. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is what yeah. I wanted the second story to be. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I hate to say it, like like honestly, like this story, like the pre the previous story, it, I, I'm not, I'm still kind of on on uh, on the the side of things where like I I feel like the previous story, something horrible, should have been like kind of merged with something awful, and this should have been the second story. I'm still in the belief that, as mean as it sounds, and I've never said this before except from last episode, um. I f- firmly believe it should just go from uh, the first story to this one because the second one doesn't add anything. Like even the name of Dennis Bauer is brought up in the um, announcement that the the sheriff or um, or more specifically that uh, oh in this story yeah Casper was saying yeah yeah he's his miss his disappearance is brought up in this story yeah so even that little bit from the last one isn't needed which means nothing from the last one's needed unfortunately i i still i i still contend that like 
there's details from the previous one that could have been added to the the first to kind of make it to to give it just a little give us a little more context on the situation and like and whatnot. But yes, him putting yeah. out like the the actual um, newspaper articles of the deaths in the first yeah. one would be handy. Yes. Yeah. Like even if those were like the first things that get like brought up, and then we go into like the more into the bigger dive of the first story, like then that would, and then and at the end of that one, maybe even bring up De- the Dennis Bauer disappearance, and then, um, honestly, like for the Dennis Bowers, like like uh, like sort of like cliffhanger reveal, I could like take it or leave it, like keeping it in the first story, or like or this this merged version of the first story that we've been. I hated it. That's fair, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and because like, like I said, like I could yeah. real quote-unquote disappearance as a cliffhanger i hated that yeah no that's that, that's again like i could take it or leave it i i honestly like because we get it in this one and it, it's more prevalent in this one than ever yeah <laughs> so yeah at least that we actually had at least the story actually got to that point <laughs> like got yes got to the point of like why that was in that <laughs> so yeah Oh, I would have been furious if this didn't actually <laughs> have anything. Experience at all. Yeah, like the <laughs> we never Maybe see that next time for the thrilling conclusion. Where I actually tell you what happened to Dennis Bow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next, the next one's just gonna be like uh, some things are missing in Morfolk. <laughs> as more children start going missing, I kind of hope that I. As as weird as it sounds, like I kind of hope that like the next like the next one like focuses on like uh, now that like now that the thing is dealt has killed like all the the pregnant women <laughs> in Morfolk. Now kids, more kids start going missing. Yeah. Um, like as like it becomes like much more of a like a, a of a like a a nasty affair, and like the cops are forced to finally fucking bring about their information about it. I was just thinking, did we get an actual year of uh, Dennis? Uh, Dennis, I think it said five. Um, I think it actually says in this story. I think uh, the the cops say that uh, um, he's uh, they give him a, a brief description. Um, yeah, uh, Dennis, um, just as a reminder, he's five years old, three feet okay. six inches tall, with brown eyes and blonde hair. Gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah. So gamer, uh, that's that's your cue. <laughs> I suppose it is. <laughs> All right. Um, so we get through reading some of the um, announcement that the sheriff and um, the the detective is saying, and we get to this part. We've taken the steps necessary to ensure, to ensure all of this doesn't blow up and get leaked to the entire nation. We're going to have a bunch. We aren't going to have a bunch of nosy journalists and true crime fanatics racing down here to shove microphones in our faces. And then Jay posts this on the internet. <laughs> yep, goes the neighborhood. Yep. Also, it, it's I. Jay I under- is just making it worse. <laughs> he he is honestly. making it well. Well, he, again, like that's that's the perspective. That's one of the perspectives of like people that do like whistleblow like this kind of stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. are they actually helping or are they just making it worse? Honestly, like I kind of get like the 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 fears of the police of like wanting, not wanting this to blow up and have their town get like known for this because yeah, in our day and age, true crime podcasters are like fanatically like, have just exploded, like bloomed in popularity since the pandemic started. Yeah. <laughs> so and like, you've told me a couple of stories before where towns have been ruined, like don't drop any names, but you've specifically told me of towns where like something happened from a, a movie or a creepypasta or something that blew up yeah. so much that it like kind of wrecked their town. Yeah. There's definitely some, some tension or some contentions of like, 
the um like should they have given the actual name of the town in their horror yeah. movie and stuff like that because again like on the one side like as a fan of horror i like to know that like, i like to i like to i'd love to visit like places that like supposedly have it i'd be respectful but there are always those those fans and those like those people that are not going to be as respectful as they should be yeah when they when they go to visit these places that have this thing or they're going to be like really kind of like weird and creepy about it but yeah mm. but i shall continue yeah this part is um the part where it fucked up for me okay. or rather i fucked up real bad um so clark is giving a speech this is like the transition part and it's like if you'd like to aid us in our search for Dennis Bowers, we are going to start coming to the woods just north of Morfolk Park, or Morfolk's Park, where he was last seen before going this. Then it cuts to what I, then what I assumed at the time, <laughs> I did a thing. You made an ass of you and Umption. That I do repeatedly where I read stuff wrong, and then I either realize at the very end that I'm wrong, or realize in on recording live that I'm wrong <laughs> and my entire view of the story is different and wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's this. Oh, great! Because love to see it. I, no, do you? <laughs> that I is don't. the <laughs> sarcasm. It's a thing. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I already did not have a clear visual of what this story was aside from a broadcast. I didn't know if it was TV. I didn't know it was radio, mm-hmm. and there is a weird supernatural creature in this town. So, and this weird supernatural creature is a female. And Clark is giving a speech, and then he goes before going, Miss? Which I assumed was like, Mrs.? As in like, Really? Yeah, all of a sudden he realizes that there's this weird creature (sighs) among the crowd walking up to them <laughs> live in front of everyone. Oh man, that would be so fucking cool. Problem, I know. And the problem here is there's that miss thing and then uh. no one says anything and then it cuts to someone saying anything, so, saying something, but there's no words to tell me who's talking. So I assumed the next person talking was her saying, oh, they're speaking about little Dennis Bowers? How interesting. They don't know what happened to him yet. They're treating like he's missing. How interesting. Oh, man. That's that would her be saying so, it. That would be so fucking him. cool. And then it continues more of her saying, I wonder if what if uh, they knew what I was in possession of oh, fuck. before they announced such a dirty little fib. How about we listen to a little song and dance, shall we? <laughs> like, that's what I could call it anyways. Others might call it a piece of performance art. A truth seeker, however. Might go as far as to call it a confession. So, like, like, she's so like she's still talking, and she's referencing Jay. So she knows about Jay's emails. Yeah, and oh. the reason that no one is saying anything and just letting her do this is because she has like a fucking aura of of uh, stun locking males, apparently. That's or, or she's just mo. Or even like better still, she's just this fucking cadaverous woman with like a, a giant like wound in her side and like that stitched up, and she's like got creepy like like dead fetuses on her on her on her bare chest like she's just walking like walks into the, among the crowd like they they part because they're how horrified they are of her like that would be so fucking cool and like like just shit hits the fan 
yeah. kind of like like she studlocks them with her with her appearance and the aura that she has. Yeah. <laughs> and like the next part kind of confused me a little bit where where she's yeah. like feeling all right, pretty, you're looking a little pale there, and pretty <gasps> says, Don't patronize me, fuckface. Which sounds like Okay, so Fucking there's the Clark. one guy in this whole crowd that isn't being affected by her aura. Oh. So I guess that's like a friend of hers, like an accomplice, maybe? Like, oh. At this point, I'm like, wow, there's so much actual stuff being told to us and about then... the creature. I love it. <laughs> and then suddenly, uh, suddenly like, you get this story, it's like, I love Bert. Yeah, and then, yeah, as it got on, I'm like, oh no, this... Yeah, okay, and then later on, I, I write down notes like I'm going to read it for verbatim, verbatim? but I'm actually yeah, not. Anyways, later on, it goes through here. This whole thing about Pretty and um and Casper, it's just Pretty and then words. Pretty and then words. So this whole time, I'm like, okay, what's going on? And then it gets to the point where it's like, um, how about I reach across this room and smack, or re- reach across this table and smack you? I'm like, I thought they were standing in a crowd. What's going on? And then it's like, eventually, it gets to this part where it's like, um, where quote unquote, the miss says, What's uh, the probability that the sound of you slapping me sends you into a series of war flashbacks so brutal they have to jam an anti PTSD EpiPen in your thigh? And then Pretty says, Pretty good to see you again, Clark. And then after that point, it labels him as Clark Casper like it's a fucking mic drop. Like it's a big reveal. But it's not supposed to be a reveal because we're supposed to know it's Clark Casper this entire time because it's audio. Ah, <laughs> uh, You know, gamer... <laughs> God, God bless your uh, your 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 mentality when reading some of these stories. I gotta say, like I, this is actually like I you you like you're you're angry at yourself. I understand. I hate being the but, idiot on the show. But at the same time, like I I see days. Take notes. <laughs> Why? Because what you just described, what you what you thought was going was happening, where like she just walks into the into the thing. It's like I kind of want that to be how it ends at the end of this. Like she just like makes herself known, like as as, as like kind of like cinematic as that would be. I kind of want that to happen because that fucking that was when you were describing. It, I was like, oh, that would be so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, and like. She's some weird supernatural entity, and like no one is knowing about it. Like it's, it's entirely possible that she is smart enough to be doing her own cover-ups. Yeah, and, like, whatever supernatural aura she has is like a freaking neuralizer, so people forget. Like I would, what you just described, I would honestly use as the as the uh, the the briefing for an, for a Delta Green game, where like we have this video f- feed from this town called uh, called Morfolk, or like I maybe do call it something else. Um, but it's like, and it shows like basically like a, like a, um, like a public, a, a public announcement from the, from the police department about like some murders and stuff like that. And then the feed, like, and then like the, the announcer, like as they're doing their, as the detective is doing their statement, they just go slack jawed and like, and the, and they, the camera guy like turns around to show the crowd as they're like gasping and stuff. And you just straight up see the ghoul walk up like the street and basically like dump, use like some mythos spells on the entire crowd to like announce or proclaimer thing. And it's like, yeah, we should. We we've tampered down on this town. This town's currently quarantined. We need to go in and and find out exactly where this person is and hunt them down, or yeah, like and like the the people of the town don't even remember that happening. Yeah, or even worse, the town has got become a ghost town since then. Like that, all the townsfolk have just gone missing after this uh this broadcast. 
And so yeah. now like they're tr- you, you, you're the agents that have to like, try and like find out where, what happened to the town and where did this thing go? Like that is like, honestly, straight up just great fodder for a, for a horror investigation scenario. Mm. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just sad that you, you missed the mark on the, what the story was actually telling you. <laughs> Oh, I eventually so got fanta- it. I know, I know, but so fantastically, like I, you did get it, but like it just you missed it so fantastically. It was it, you made a be- you made another really cool storyline. Yeah, I just kept rolling ones. <laughs> on, on uh, all of my perceptions, all your d twenties and everything. Yeah, yeah. You apparently have been like soaking your gems. Like, okay, no, this is Clark Casper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, no, yeah, don't bother, don't bother rolling. This is yeah. what's happening. I'm, I, I've been, I've been entertaining this long enough. <laughs> like, this is something I think I've done once or twice, where I've just let yeah. you guys roll with it, and at a certain point, I'm like, all right, I need to tell them because like they're going in a way different direction than they think they should be going, or they're just gonna keep <laughs> rolling terribly and not get anywhere. I need to progress the plot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny for the first half hour. Now it's getting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh that is man. Piss me off so much. I I understand your frustration. I I don't think I've ever heard somebody on our show fail so fantastically in the right in, in like an awesome direction. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. And, yeah. you it's like failing upwards up the stairs like falling up the stairs yeah i fell up the stairs like <laughs> a spiral staircase of falling up the stairs yeah yeah oh man and then when i got there i looked over and the elevator ding I'm like oh i could have just <laughs> taken that out <laughs> uh. <laughs> that would have been easier <laughs> yep but whatever it's fine yeah Wow. So my next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have more. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm not done. Okay. okay. Uh, that's the end of that, though. Yeah. A lot of my notes ended with me typing out, I'm just confused, by the okay. way. That, that, that one ended like that. Um, and then uh, we get on to the, the hacked part that's in here. Um, and it says, uh, pretty, want to make a little wager? What's that? Says the unnamed person who is actually Clark, even though it may have not been. I don't know. I, I think, yeah. Okay. It, I know it's Clark. Yeah. Um, he says, how many... Oh, no, that's the table thing. That's Sorry, that is my... I, I blended that into the other one where I realized that the whole time well, I had I, a visual of an in-person announcement at City Hall or something, but it crossed the table. So that's when it finally clicked in that yeah. it's a radio broadcast. They're sitting at a table oh, to do it. Also, just, just to give... To give the story some uh, so, some like to give to to the story's credit <laughs> yeah. and and to the author's credit, um, we get Pretty's name in the first di- bit of dialogue, yeah. and then, and then the next thing we have is Pretty talking, and then it's not until Clark's name comes up, um, like later that it is established that the person that has been talking to Pretty is Clark. But so like, no good reason. I, it's it it is a writing it is a way that people like write dialogue. It's like you introduce the the name of the person when it's brought up in the dialogue because at that point like you you may not know who that is. But the 
I, I yes. Yeah. Before Pretty said something, um, Clark said, feeling all right, Pretty? You're looking a little pale there. He did drop his name before that. But that's because he had to drop it immediately. Yeah, and that's when you would introduce Pretty's uh, name as the person who's speaking next. And then when it gets but to... When it, I, 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 by I, that I, logic, <laughs> the next line that Clark sh- says should be led with the title of fuckface. Because he just said, don't patronize me, fuckface. So all of those should be <laughs> no, led with fuckface. No, because it's not, an, it's, not a, it's not his actual name. And then we get, like, good to see you again, Clark. And then it's revealed, oh, it's Clark Casper. It's like... I, I, understand, I, I, like that. I understand it's because that's so how it should be revealed. No, but that is how some writers do like their like in, like a back and forth dialogue for uh, especially if they're going because they're introducing the names like recognizability naturally in the dialogue. But what if you what if it's three people talking and like it takes close to the end for one of them to drop a name? If it's if it's more than two people, then yes, it should definitely have like proper names and stuff like that or like speaker one speaker two speaker three kind of thing with that until they give their names but like in this because it's only two people talking that's when that's why it's it it was the way it was i i you know, you know what i wish happened yeah <laughs> these two lines where jay is saying stuff to to um like before actually playing the um the conversation between yeah. casper and pretty you should say what I have for you is a conversation between Detective Casper and the local town drunk pretty. I think it'll shine some light on the situation. Yeah, that would 100 percent you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You just want everything spelled out for you. Like some That's kind what of he's doing. He's a truth seeker <laughs> that is trying to spell everything out for everyone. Why wouldn't uh, he say that? I I'll give you that. Like he, that would definitely make, that would definitely make sense, and it would be a good thing to maybe add to the story. <laughs> because we have no context. Someone just... in Morphook that is hearing this will, considering he, they were just listening to an announcement from Casper, they would clearly hear that that's Casper's voice. And this other guy, I guess, is pretty because he called him pretty. Fine. They would have that context. As a reader, I got no fucking context. <laughs> All I have is words, hence why I thought it was the fucking creature for three quarters of the story. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I want to counter you, but at the same time, I understand your frustration. So I'm not going. To, I'm not going to be an asshole and try I, and keep counting. And here's you. the thing, okay? Yeah. I, there's three of us. <laughs> I'm the one that's a moron here because you guys did not see it this way at all what idiot would see it that way when it's clearly a radio broadcast clearly transitioning and then it's clearly when it says oh they're speaking about low death powers that clearly says it's jay even though it doesn't and then when it switches after the three ellipses it's clearly going to be casper and everyone clearly understands that even though it freaking mic drops his name like it's a reveal it it's it's fine because you're you're you're, no like because like you're right like three out of the three of us two of us caught on what was going on but because that one person didn't like that's one of the things that maybe the story should fix like should make more clear in my Um, opinion yeah 
And it, it, you, should, yeah. you could show this to 100 people, and I would be the only one. You may not. No, you it. may that's not. Fine. That's the thing. You may not. You would. You could be. You could be the majority. Uh, like that. That that could be the majority of something happening. That could be the majority. That is the beauty of of what we kind of do on the show, where we have these three very different opinions on like on on how, on how we read and how we enjoy material. Like it's. It's why you need more than just like you or your circle of friends to do editing for your stories. <laughs> so you get that perspective, that, that outside perspective that isn't going to coddle you <laughs> when you write a story. I'm just wired backwards. That might be why I'm left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're just, now you're just having an existential crisis, aren't you? Yeah. So the, every single left-handed person that reads this sees it the same way I do. <laughs> Mike, are you right-handed or left-handed? Right-handed. Okay makes sense now mm. we, we should get captain selenum uh, on the show and to read this and see if how he feels about it mm. i don't know if i need more proof that i'm a moron but that's fine. <laughs> either way i'll move on okay okay so, yeah also gamer i feel like it must be said we love you all the same <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> but where are we okay <laughs> where the fuck am i yeah uh actually yeah, i talked about that in my rants i'll just mark that as talked about uh Talked about that previously. Okay. There's actually new information that I didn't just gloss over in my long rant. Great. So, after explaining, after Pretty explains his hallucination to Clark, he said, Pretty says, I just wonder why I had those visions specifically. Clark Casper, I think we both know the answer to that question. Pretty, yeah, you're probably right. Clark Casper, you've been getting the emails too, haven't you? Pretty. From that J guy? Yeah, I have. As soon as I read that, I'm like, no! <laughs> the possibility of this being true has been tainted by J. Because here's the thing. Oh, Pretty's, you're... <laughs> here's the thing. Mass hallucination. Mass, Matt, yeah. Here's the thing. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Maybe Pretty saw the creature. Sure. But he's been harassed by J. Him and everyone else at the police department who have been openly telling them who Jay has been openly telling them about these murders that are happening because of this creature that looks this one way. So here's the thing. This character of Jay could be spreading false information, trolling the entire police force and the entire town. The only one who has quote unquote proof of this creature is Jay. From and huh. this proof that he has is from the one audio transcript yeah. from one of the husbands, which he himself, the husband, could have imagined during a drunken or drugged stupor. Or Jay could have made up that entire transcript. Or There's even no proof aside from that Jay says, believe me. Or even, um, like, doesn't even have to be a drunken stupor or anything like that. Uh, it could have been a... Uh, a, uh, a a night terror brought on by the trauma of, of an actual intruder or whatever, or even him sleep killing his wife. <laughs> yeah. Or like what you said in the previous one, um, all the husbands are in on it and that's their cover. Yeah, exactly. Either yeah. way, the only one that has proof on this is Jay and he still hasn't really proven anything. Okay. So like, yeah. Okay. So, with the idea that Jay made up the transcript and is making up this creature and spreading it around town. J 
Jay takes that story and spreads it across town using the, his hacker man powers to make everyone believe him. Yeah. If the police did well, not know that Jay was doing this, if Jay did not contact them yet, and the police haven't found the store, the the other two um, messages that were put out on the internet, and they didn't get the emails and all that, they weren't aware of it. And then Pretty saw something that looks exactly like what the husband described, but Pretty never heard the husband say that. Then that's a solid connection, even with Pretty being a drunk, because that's the thing. Pretty is also unreliable information because he's drunk or he was drunk yeah. at the time. There so, is actually there is there is actually a very real world phenomena that would explain would make this entirely mundane um, based yeah. on what you're based on what you're saying. Mass hysteria is an actual phenomenon that happens when like when when somebody plants an idea in uh, of fear and uh, th that could cause fear and panic in enough people in enough uh, people in a group of in a community. People will start believing that to be the case or start uh, start having mass like have hallucinations and even like fears about that thing. Yeah, um, it's like a placebo effect, basically. Yeah, it's it's what happened with the uh, when the War of the Worlds broadcast happened uh, back in like the 30s, I think, uh, with with Orson Welles as the, the 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 person on the radio. It was it was a Halloween radio broadcast, like a radio show, like a radio drama. Yeah. done up like a news report but it took north america by hysterical storm <laughs> people thought the martians were invading because yeah. of this thing now and and similarly like things like there have been other cases of similar like mass hysteria where it's like something is planted in, in a, an idea is planted in the community uh, that is false or fictional but the people think it's it's what's happening and they start freaking out and panicking as a result of it mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, and uh, yeah. unfortunately, like for the reason that you say and the reason that I say, he has, still hasn't actually put out any factual evidence to prove anything. All well, we that's, have yeah. is um, a transcript from the husband, mm -hmm. which could have been falsified one way or another, and the um, the ramblings of a drunk man. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's also like if we were going basing this in our reality, which yes, we are supposed to like, we are supposed to be immersed in this trying to do. Yeah. But at the same this, time, this like you also have to be somewhat realistic. Cause if it wasn't meant to be realistic, it wouldn't be talking to me. Like I am a resident of the town, which is what the first email was. It's basically, I'm sending this out to everyone that lives in Morfolk. Yeah. Well, the so thing I is, read it as if I live on, on one of the streets in Morfolk as a resident and I'm reading. This. So like this whole time I have been trying my damnedest to stay as immersed as possible. And I'm still struggling. <laughs> That's right. Also, it sounds like you would basically be one of the people in Morfolk that don't believe what Jay's uh, shilling. <laughs> Cause like, I think like in this case, like it, it is supposed to be like, Obviously, we won't know until we until we get the, the last story, and then in which case it might even be that like the author uh, has it set up that like it's um, it's up to the it's still up to debate as to like what exactly is killing people in Morfolk. <laughs> um, but um, like I think it's it is honestly like it's playing on this story is playing on that same like kind of immersion level of like yeah like you are getting this you are receiving this it's like an ARG kind of element to it of like like 
you're supposed to take this in, uh, you're trying to take this as far as you can with immersion, but you, because of that, you are bound by your own personal uh, opinions and perspectives on, on, on life and stuff like that. So when you're reading these stories, like you're trying, like you, you would, you might react the same way that you would react if you actually received these emails and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. But the story is also like trying to, at, at, the, at its core, the story is also trying to tell um, this plot of like a potential conspiracy of hiding a supernatural killer in this town. Um, yes. at, but yeah. until the police come forward and actually say that they did, that they know about it mm-hmm. in one way or another, whether they actually say it themselves live or if there's an actual recording of them saying that they know about it, I'm not going to believe. That's and fair. You said yeah. before that I'm. If I was a member of the town, I'd be a non-believer. I don't think so. I would be one of those guys that wears a shirt that says I want to believe. <laughs> well, you would, but like you, we've been poking. You, we've also been like, it's like, oh, this is how this would be. Like, like you're you're finding a way to explain this away, uh, like on a skeptical side. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean by that. Like, because hmm. that's that's honestly like how I think. Even like how I kind of act most of the time. Like I want to believe, but I can also see. Like I also have a hard time really believing when shit like this gets announced <laughs> yeah like i want to believe that it is like that but there's a part of me that's like i've been hurt too many times <laughs> yeah. um so yeah yeah all in all this this drop and all that of <laughs> this is what's happening and oh jay's been harassing you uh, that might be why you're like he, clark even says that might be why you saw it like this because yeah. of the emails like it's said in the story that no, that yeah. whole hallucination could be because of jay no yeah so the problem <laughs> connections are kind of loose at best as far yeah. as i'm concerned and, and jay has inadvertently given the police a a plausible deniable reason as to or a logical reason as to why people might be seeing something <laughs> yeah and i know yeah. like this entire time through all three <laughs> of these stories i've been the one guy who's like defending the police department <laughs> yeah. but until you show me some actual dirt on them i'm still gonna protect them like even this dirt that he dropped clark is just a good guy protecting his friends <laughs> yeah like, that's the thing like yeah, that, yeah. like, like they're, they're literally just about they were ribbing each other in their dialogue like but at the same at the at the same time like ribbing each other and like calling each other names and like some of that they like it generally sounded like like first off kudos to icy dice for making for 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 the character development that they, they oh, yeah it's awesome. like like because it is that like, that's the thing that reason why i like want like why i'm not too angry that like the story was like so like long to get us to the actual like meat and potatoes of the plot <laughs> because i genuinely appreciated the 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 storytelling through the dialogue between these two characters like we actually see like character it it may not it may not be necessary but we see some honest to god character development between these two characters like we actually see their relationship like naturally in play yeah i like clark and pretty and pretty they're both cute i like them but the problem is (laughs) it was before (laughs) yeah it's this huge transcript of unnecessary information in a time sensitive situation like if all this stuff was said in a different context like a different type of story like if it's told in a third person perspective or something that isn't meant to be super immersive i feel like it would work a lot better like just in a normal story format yeah because that is, yeah. everything would be described you'd mm-hmm. have visuals of everything you you'd get it all you know yeah no, that that's often like one of the 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 
hiccups or one of the the double-edged swords of like found footage films as well as like when the film when the found footage film spends too much time having the characters with a camera getting to know each other and then like the last half half an hour of the movie is the actual horror it's like well i understand from a narrative from from a re from a viewer point of view like we need to know like get used to these characters but like but would they really have their camera going the whole time while they're hanging out and just shooting the shit like would they like like i it's it's sort of like the same kind of situation here is like it like it's it's immersion versus storytelling if that makes sense like or or like traditional storytelling versus like immersive storytelling and there's always um, ways to get around that like if yeah. you need to force the characters to be recording all the time have it that they're on vacation yeah you know so they're wanting to capture everything that's happening so they're yeah. having it recorded you know? and that's what a, what a fair amount of them do do but like i, I just mean for like this story like it, it's it's yeah. a very similar like trend of or like a similar not trope but like a similar like technique um and it it's sort of like it it is a double-edged sword. It's sort of a balancing act um, of like getting to know the characters, but also getting to the, like making it seem realistic and, and have getting to the plot itself. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This got really deep. <laughs> we, we actually like <laughs> dug in here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rip those stitches open. Just oh, God. open that flesh flap and just stuck our heads right in there. <laughs> Examine it quite God. thoroughly. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, what the hell was that? Uh, Uncle uh, Zavandi or Zav- uh, Zavandi? Oh, uh, Zavandi must die or something like that. Yeah, Z- yeah, something like that. Yeah, like where the guy like sticks his head into the into the body of the creature to hunt down the demon baby. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Zavandi, like... li- Zavandi lives. It's something lives. It's not Zavandi though. No, it's, it's not Zavandi. Not. No, God it's. Damn, I'm never gonna find this. <laughs> Zendavi lives. Z A N D A V I lives a short horror comedy on YouTube. Go check it out. Okay. Um, my last note is just the, the last transition where yeah. Clark Casper says, yeah, of course you need your rest. I'll drive you back to your apartment. My sit. <laughs> and then there's ellipses and then it says they notice they're trying to take the broadcast off the air i'm not finished yet have patience and then jay starts saying things yeah when i got to that point that is when i clued in oh <laughs> gamer that is when i clued in after reading the entire story i like okay i get it now the transitions are the radio feed glitching out because at first i'm like why is he freaking out in the in the room with him? There's nothing weird there. Oh, wait. <laughs> My sir. Yeah. As the, as the creature's coming through the coming through the dungeon room. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh god. Yeah, no. Uh it's 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 the broadcast. <laughs> yeah. I, I just hate that it took I, me that long. I feel like I need under, to give you a hug next time you come over. Transitions. <laughs> yeah. It's but okay, it's bud. It's not. <laughs> It really is. I just don't get why he wouldn't explain all this. Yeah, that's the long I, and short. Of we really we, I, on this is the TLDR of my notes is why isn't this explained? <laughs> it really would have been helpful if we had. I, I honest to God, really think this story would have been improved if it had like start of transcript of of the broadcast of the radio broadcast incident, or and then like end transmit uh, transmission ends or broadcast yeah. ends at the end. And like, if you're gonna put like name titles on some of the dialogue just do all of it 
Some idiots <laughs> like me understand. Like, I get it. I'm dumb. Aww. <laughs> Gamer. It's fine. I'm, I'm kind of joking. Oh, yeah. Just the self-deprecating humor, deprecating humor isn't always the greatest thing. <laughs> it's fine. I'll, I'll just cry in the shower later. It's fine. <laughs> Or it's like me when I like when I've realized something dumb in like one of our episodes and I just like I'm just gonna go to the corner and just like huddle down and like yeah. I hate it. But... <laughs> uh... yeah, that's okay. Well, I'm sorry that, it, that the story like took you on that ride. <laughs> um, I I was this this for me this was like so we're going into final thoughts. Um this was definitely more exciting and moved the plot forward more than the previous story did. Um, and honestly, like my honest, tr- my monster to God, like opinion of the story has not changed. I can't wait for the next, for the next one. Like I am very excited to see where exactly this goes in more folk. Like, how does this end? Does it end? Or like the, will the cops, well, we actually get like a, a, a transcript. That's actually like the, like, starts with like jay's like they did it i honestly didn't think they those those pigs would but they actually fucking came clean and then it cuts to like like the transcript of like the cops actually coming clean with what's been going on like that would that would be like the highlight for me is is that's how like if if the story the next story or the next installment was like just literally like the cops finally surrendering to jay's demands and coming clean about like what's been going on and like who like if, if they do actually know who is responsible for this creature and it's it's uh it's arrival at Morfolk, or like maybe it's even like maybe it, this creature was like this 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 woman was like manifested from like a crime that happened previously maybe it's sheriff mackie's behind it or maybe hell maybe pretty is even behind it who knows or maybe clark who knows um the only one that knows are the cops and they're not telling right now and Jay and he's waiting for the cops to tell. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty much. And even when the cops yeah. do tell, yeah, from what I can tell, like there's, unless there's some weird shit going on behind the, the scenes, they are completely like, it's understandable why they wouldn't tell everyone about this. Yeah. Cause they don't want to spark they a either figure yeah. it out or just solve it and just avoid t- telling people because how sanity breaking this can be. Well, yeah, even that, like in real life, like cops, like police, police, like police departments, when they're dealing with this kind of uh, like kind of a thing, they don't want to spark either a a national incident yeah. <laughs> and b a public panic within a small community. So, like, it's it's they're trying to they're, they want to keep it as hush hush as possible in in these regards because if there's something that they can't explain the last thing they want to do is have people roaming around the streets hunting down for a monster going on a witch hunt because that goes so well yeah <laughs> i'm being sarcastic again yeah of course yeah but yeah i i'm honestly like after reading this like this was this was way i i, I definitely preferred this to the previous story um we got more information and details and progress on the story itself it moved forward for me um and i can't wait for the next one i will recommend this story uh still after all we've talked about mikey these stands for evil all right um well the big thing for me is that we get progression of the story like we see the monsters a little there technically yeah Uh, we 
see that the monster has upped its game and is going after toddlers now. Um, and it's creepy. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, mimicking what you said, like the last story, just nothing really happened. So why is it there? But again, this story actually has progression with the monster. So I'm going to recommend this. All right. And Gamer. I'm still going to be on the maybe because I had a little bit of a oopsie. <laughs> yeah. I, it's un, now that you've explained why, why it's all about it, it's like, I get it. <laughs> you understand why I said maybe? Sir? Yeah, we, we get it. Yeah, yeah. But, and I'm not yeah. trying to be condescending. Like, I legitimately, like, like, yeah, I understand your why you why you don't recommend this after you've you've uh, gone and and explained yourself. <laughs> I fell up the stairs for twenty stories, you know. Because um, yeah. yeah, either way, I'm still going going to partially recommend this because this one's at least trying to do something, and it does do something. It, as Mikey just said, it shows more of the monster. There's progression here, um, but this truly does need an intro, in my opinion, along yeah. with. Um, an explanation about the transitions to say like the it phased to static here or it warbles in as a new tr- as a new recording is played um, or a new broadcast hijacked the signal here yeah yeah or like yeah just just something to explain what's going on yeah and titles on all the dialogue would be handy um, there's a lot of things that can be done to make this better for me specifically um, at least just for the way that I read it and clears any possible confusion that anyone could possibly have when reading this because right now there's a lot left up in the air and you have to make assumptions clearly it's easy to make those assumptions two out of the three times but (laughs) it's fine um but technically it would be one out of the three times but (laughs) no you guys correctly oh okay yeah you guys made the right uh assumptions i did not gotcha yeah what i'm saying um but yeah i I feel like i shouldn't have had had to read to the end of the story to understand (laughs) Getting to that last part is like, oh, (laughs) sorry. And maybe I'm just a moron. Like, sure, I'll take that. But um, or maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) Yeah, it might be Maybelline. You're right. (laughs) But I struggled a lot. But what was here was good. And I liked it. Um, And I, too, am excited to see what happens in the future. I'm wondering why the creature stopped, um, like, taking, like, fetuses. Is it just I, like those were the only pregnant women in town right now? I, I honestly think that's probably what it is. Is that like and it's like run the out next of youngest kid was this five year old? Yeah. So so well, I think I I kind of as, as macabre as it is, I kind of hope the next one deals with like a slew of of toddler disappearances. Yeah. <laughs> like God, now now I, I, I know <laughs> that's why. But this is we are talking about a fictional story <laughs> made yes. by an author, so it's like it is by a horror author. So like yes, this is in the confines of a piece of fiction, like. Um, I, I think that would be the way to like up the ante on this thing is like like that that would also like one hundred percent force the cops' hand of like all right guys we'll be we'll be come we'll be one hundred percent transparent with you we have this fucked up monster in this town <laughs> taking the yeah. people according to the what we've been receiving <laughs> or you know it'll be Jay like because the cops will still refuse to uh uh become clean and so Jay will have to uh Jay will have to do it himself. <laughs> 
when we say both sides of the story, we won't be wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it will be one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I am interested to see where it goes. I hope yeah. I continue enjoying these stories. I've just been on a little bit of a roller coaster with this series because the first one I really, really liked. Yeah. The second one I really did not like. And this one I kind of like. So I, I hope it keeps going up on an upward curve there because the, the setting and everything I really, really do like. Mm-hmm. And like the characters in it, like I like them. I like a lot of things. It's just the, the things that bug me aren't anything to do with the lore or the way that the story is written it's the way it's presented in yeah. certain situations that bug me and i hate that that is the reason that my my um, recommendations are lower than normal because if these were presented in different ways i would have recommended all three of these stories wrong mm-hmm. it's weird but that's just that's just how our brains work sometimes yeah <laughs> all right uh so two and a half recommendations for more folk broadcast incident um, again, you can check it out at uh, creepos.wiki along with the other um, more folk stories. Uh, in fact, actually, if you go to the bottom of the, each story, they do have like a uh, a previous and next um, like uh, button that you can press to go to the next story or the previous stories. So, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think that'll do it for this week's episode. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. We're all on Twitter until it, uh, well, at least while it still exists. <laughs> um, Speaking of, isn't it called X now or something? It's Twitter. <laughs> but like, it's, uh, I'm so confused. <laughs> it's, it's, it's X because Musk decided it was X. <laughs> give it to you. Yeah. But everyone's still going to call it Twitter. <laughs> Um, so weird. but yeah, uh, so, um, Mikey is at the, rev- uh, Mikey is at, <laughs> Mikey's at the review. <laughs> oh God, he's in my house. <laughs> no. uh, Mikey is at the East Eds for evil. The gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow, but without that W at the end, cause his name is long. Yeah. And I'm at review cultist. Sure, you can also, email to me. <laughs> and you can also send that hate mail to our email yeah. at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com that's a-l-d-e-n-t-e-r-i-g-a-m-o-r-t-i-s at gmail.com where you can also send us creepypastas scps and other spooky things because you creep it and we'll peep it yeah <laughs> we got a mikey yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon, look up Al Dente Rigamortis, and select the back of you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tiers with special episodes, early access, extra content. We currently have two of the, uh, of, uh, we have two store, uh, two episodes out there where me, Adam from RPX, and Brownie, one of our fans, reviews t- the first two Twilight novels because of a bet. That me and Adam did a dare, really. That me and Adam did like last year. That bit us in the ass. <laughs> so if you want to listen to a three-hour <laughs> recording of of three grown men <laughs> discuss the merits of the sparkly vampire novels, the merits, you know, or or the, or the or the or the terror of yeah. there, you can go to our Patreon and um and and check those out as, as well as other. Uh, special episodes and an early access content. So and potentially uh, an upcoming uh, let's play. Yeah. Is that because, 
Uh, I know. I'll, I mean, actually, I'll probably post that on our YouTube channel. Okay, fair. Yep. And it goes with a saying um, to our patrons that are helping support the show. Thank you immensely because you're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And we've said this before, and we'll say it again. Always. We very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void. And without your authorship, without the stories that you write and share online in the various wikis or reddits and what have you, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Revival. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Thank you.